up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Huddle, and I'm your host, Greg. Thank you for listening, and by now, if you don't know, you can find the Man Cave Huddle on SoundCloud.com. That's SoundCloud.com backslash the Man Cave Huddle. You can also find the Man Cave Huddle at iTunes. Just put the Man Cave Huddle in the search box. And don't forget to subscribe and you'll get all the latest episodes of the Man Cave Huddle. If you want to converse, you want to get at me at social media, our Twitter is at Man Cave Huddle. That's at Man Cave Huddle if you want to holler at us on social media. Now, in today's episode, I want to dedicate it to the 2018 New York Giants, specifically NFL Draft. Now, in this draft, they drafted six players. And looking back, what you could tell what Dave Gettleman and the New York Giants brass did is they drafted for depth, but they also drafted because the future is now. Out of the six players that they drafted, two are projected to be starters. Now, the only reason, in my opinion, they didn't draft any of the top four quarterbacks that everybody was so all over in this in this draft process, they probably just didn't love and feel that any of the top four quarterbacks were either A, better than Eli Manning right now, which they're probably not, I shouldn't say that, but they feel as though they can't develop and become as good as Eli Manning. And in saying that, they decided to go for value and just draft Saquon Barkley. But in, in, in another point that I'd like to bring up is is that by not drafting a quarterback in the first round, that lets you would lead you to believe that the Giants feel that Eli Manning, the two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time Super Bowl champion, has plenty of arm strength left in that arm of his, and he has plenty. Of, I shouldn't say plenty, but enough gas left in the tank so that he can make another run at a potential championship if given a roster that's good enough for him. Davis Webb, the backup quarterback as of now, I'm sure he must be, he did. He probably did a good job with the three-day Giant minicamp and pleased the Giants enough to feel that, all right, Davis Webb is a backup quarterback, but he could be developed and he's a player that is NFL caliber and that's somebody that we could work with. Now, let's get into some of these players that were drafted by our, or I should say your, New York Giants, a.k.a. Big Blue. So, with the first pick, like I just said, I should say the first pick in the first round, the second overall pick, Giants drafted running back Saquon Barkley. Like I had said in my last episode, Saquon is a generational player. Um, you know, he's a five-tool back. He can pass protect. He's going to be a part of the pass game because he can catch out of the backfield. He can run for power. He can run for explosive long runs, and he can make you miss. So those long runs could turn into touchdown runs. But um, I think the number one reason why they drafted Barkley, him coming in, having the best grade and being the best player in the draft, the value at number two they couldn't pass up. And, I mean, in terms of Saquon Barkley's week, that draft week last week must have been one hell of a week because on Tuesday he became a dad for the first time and experienced the birth of his baby daughter. And come Thursday of the same week, he became the second overall pick in the 2018 draft and being drafted onto the Giants. So, I mean, you have a baby on Tuesday and come Wednesday, Wednesday it's like, hey, got to go to work now. But um, congratulations, Barkley. Now, like I just said, it's time to get to work and get busy. Now, with the second pick in the 
in the I said the second pick in the second round with the 34th overall pick. The Giants selected offensive guard Will Hernandez. Now, this guy is a prototypical road grader, a mauler, a big, tough, physical blocker. He's 6'2", 327 pounds. I mean, he's the type of guy on the first day of football camp, you say, look, Mr. Hernandez, left foot here, right foot here. Well, Eli says go. Whoever's in front of you, just push that guy all the way to the end zone until you hear the whistle because this guy's just a physical player. Now, we played a Conference USA for UTEP, and what's impressive about this guy is last year he went 0-12. These guys did not win that one game, but this is the same player on UTEP that was named to the Conference USA first team. So that leads you to believe that he's a prideful player, that he's a hard worker, a dedicated worker, and those are the type of players that the Giants need on this roster next year. Now, in the third round with the 66th overall pick, the Giants selected linebacker slash edge rusher Lorenzo Carter. Now, Lorenzo comes in. He's very unique. He's 6'5", long, athletic, but he's also very fast. He runs a 4'5", So that athleticism is one of his attributes in that he can rush off the edge, and he can also set the edge in the run game. So he's a really, really slippery defender, and because he's so fast and so long, it doesn't take him that long to get to the quarterback. So he'll provide a lot of depth and some nice versatility for the Giants on that defensive front. Um, in the in the third round, with the 69th overall pick, the Giants selected defensive tackle B.J. Hill. Now, this is a defensive tackle that's over 300 pounds, but a high school was a high school running back. So that tells me one thing about BJ. He likes to eat. Now, in saying that, um, going with likely to eat, he brings a lot of athleticism to his defensive tackle position. So being an inside load like that, he can play all three downs and he can pass the he can rush the quarterback with his athleticism. That's gonna be very key because with Damon Snacks Harrison now having a backup. He could be fresh in the fourth quarter, not feel like he needs to play the entire game and play at a certain level. Very good draft pick right there. That could potentially be a hidden jewel in terms of depth. Um, in round four, with the 108th pick overall, the Giants selected quarterback Kyle Luletta. A lot of people are feeling like this player could be the potential um, Eli Manning successor, the next player to get the key to the throne. Time will tell. Coming from Richmond University, um, Richmond College, it's a small-time uh, college, not as big program. You're not getting the exposure to the top-level talent. Put up some good numbers throughout his four years there. But the thing that impressed me most about Mr. Luletta was that in his junior year, he tore his ACL, worked his butt off, and came back for his senior year, started every game, and had his best statistical season. So that lets you know that this guy is really dedicated at perfecting his craft. And coming in in the fourth round as a quarterback, knowing you're not going to start, if he's willing to put that same type of dedication that he did to being able to play his senior year after turning his ACL, you never know. These are the guys that have a chip on their shoulder down the road that win championships. Go check out my man Tom Brady, drafted in the sixth round. Now what is he now? Goat of all time in terms of NFL quarterbacks. In the fifth round, in the, with the 139th overall pick, 
Giants selected defensive tackle uh, R.J. McIntosh. He's what you will call a Dave Gettleman Giants GM, a hog molly. 6'5", 286. He's just a run stuffer. Guy could uh, provide depth along the defensive front. And he's just somebody that's big and physical and just a run stuffing type of defensive lineman. Um, when I look at what Dave Gettleman is doing with this entire draft and what he's done coming in, he looks like he's no-nonsense. Like, he either doesn't answer the question when you ask him in all the interviews I've heard, or he answers it in a matter-of-fact, straight shooter, straight to the point. So, in saying that, it looks like the future is now in terms of Barkley and Hernandez starting, but they're also getting this depth are setting themselves up for the future. Now, I can understand them not wanting to draft a quarterback with the first overall pick because it's kind of like, you know sometimes when you go to the mall and you want to get yourself a pair of Air Jordans and then you get to the mall and you were like a size 12, but yet they only have like a size 10, maybe 10 and a half. Do you really want to squeeze your feet and feel uncomfortable wearing a pair of 10 and a half Knowing you were a size 12, I think not. So what do you do? You probably go to the, other, to the dress shoe store and buy yourself a nice pair of dress shoes that are comfortable. Now, you weren't looking at getting a pair of dress shoes, but you got yourself a quality pair of dress shoes for great value. And I think that's what the Giants did with Barkley. You know, they probably said, this is the best player in the draft. And at two, this is somebody that we can't pass up, in my opinion. You know, but... um. I mean, the future's looking very bright. With all the picks that these guys have, and with the roster as is, you're looking at now quality depth to go with the players that they have. They didn't draft anybody in the secondary, so they must be satisfied with Eli Apple getting a reprieve and starting at cornerback. Janoris Jake is starting at the other cornerback. You have um, Adams or Thompson starting at free safety, and you have the UL Pro Landon Thompson, Collins starting at the other safety. Maybe a nickelback, that might be a position of, of need or you might need find that person in, in camp. Getting Alec Ogletree starting at one inside linebacker and now you're drafting all the, the Lorenzo Carter and the, all the other players that you have now in the 3-4. It's going to be very interesting to see how all these players cook up into one nice pot. Offensively, Nate Soldier acquired in the offseason. Um, Omepath, I believe, offensive guard from Jacksonville, free agent they signed at one guard. Now you drafted Will Hernandez, and you have Brent Jones at center. I mean, this is nice. If they can find themselves a right tackle, all of a sudden, this offense doesn't look too shabby because the biggest issue that the Giants had last year wasn't that they had talent, although all of it was hurt last year. Eli didn't have enough time to pass. Now, if Eli has enough time to pass, yo, I mean, on Madden, this looks great. In real life, this looks even better. I mean, you got Saquon Barkley who could play action and go deep. I mean, we all remember the days of when Eli used to play action to Brandon Jacobs to go deep to Plaxico Burris. He would play action to Amal Bradshaw and, and, and go deep to Victor Cruz. I mean, it's been a while since I've had some chips and salsa watching Victor Cruz do his thing in the end zone. I mean, first and foremost, Saquon Barkley, we should think of a nickname for him, you know? Saquon Sagan. Saquon, my bite is big is better than my Barkley. I don't know, you know. But every superhero has a nickname. I'm just trying to throw one out there. 
But um, those are my thoughts on the draft. I think they drafted players that are going to work hard. That is for depth. I think, you know, all these players might not make the roster or the active roster, but I think at some point this season, all these players will play a role and hopefully they'll fulfill their role. Now, in every episode, I like to leave a positive quote, leave you with some good energy. So my positive quote for this episode is, be fearless in the pursuit of what set your soul on fire. Be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. And what sets my soul on fire is recording these podcasts and you guys actually taking the time out of your schedule to listen. I appreciate you because these podcasts are like me pouring gasoline onto my passion right now. This is what sets my soul on fire. Thank you for listening to the Man Cave Huddle. Bye-bye, everybody.